Hello, you guys. We're back for another episode of Just Go With It. Thank you so much if you're listening to us. We're on episode 33, I think, if I'm counting right. But I'm Ashley and this is Abby. And I'm Abby, this little bugger over here. Um, We just wanted to like take a second and thank you guys seriously for listening and following along and following along on the Instagram at justgowithit.podcast. Um, we just really appreciate it. We love the support and we love that you guys are into the content that we're putting out. This episode is so funny. We run the gamut of all the different topics regarding dating, the talking phase, turn-ons and turn-offs and case studies. It just really goes all over the place, but it's so super interesting and super funny and I can't wait for you guys to hear it. We even had to break it up into two episodes because we just couldn't stop talking. So with that, we're going to turn it over to our two dating consultants. Hey, is this thing on? Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today in this union to celebrate the art of dating with our amazing friends from across the country. We have been talking about this. The wait is over, everyone. I know you've all been waiting so long for this episode, and so have we. We have gathered the best and brightest minds that we could think of to cover this topic of dating, our consultants. Um, Go ahead and introduce yourself, consultants. Hey, everyone. It's India. I've been waiting to make my return back on this podcast. I kind of think I should have like a contributor name and I have two options. It could be PG Alex Cooper or <laughs> Ho Rogan. <laughs> I, my vote is for Ho Rogan. I, I vote for Ho Rogan too. My vote is actually for PG Alex Cooper. I'm sorry. We could put a um, poll up on the story about that too. You know how we she calls did. herself Father Cooper? It could be like Father Ingersoll. Ooh, that sounds scary. <laughs> Papa Ingersoll. It's a little more low-key. <laughs> Papa. Okay, and our second correspondent dating consultant of the day. Hi, guys. It's JL. I feel like I was just on, but I also am not <laughs> complaining about that. Um, I did not prepare a correspondent's name, however. Oh, Rogan might be up for grabs. <laughs> you can have India's leftovers. I don't really fit the mold um, based on the dating advice I'll give, but I thought that was really funny. I like thought about Ho Rogan today. 100%. That is really funny. Um, really proud of you for coming up with those. Okay, you guys. It's the time we've all been waiting for. We're doing questions for the girls and questions for the boys again. I apologize if I sound ill. I feel like I have come down with the plague. I'm a bit hungover, um, but we're powering through, and that's that's the way of the world these days. So India's dressed uh, ready for... A day at work, and Abby's dressed in a boy sweatshirt, looking like she walked out of a frat house. Yes, but also I'm equalizing the playing field because JL and I are the guys of this podcast today, and you guys are the girls. So now it's equal: two guys, two girls, including myself. Okay, what could go wrong? <laughs> Let's just jump right into it, you guys. We've all prepared questions. We've been thinking about this yeah. because this is a hot topic and relatable always. All of us are in really happy, healthy relationships, right, guys? <laughs> yeah. None of us have been on a fourth date in years. Uh, <laughs> okay, to hit the ground running, let's just do a round table, yes or no. Can guys and girls platonically be friends for years and years and years? Really good friends sharing intimate feelings about each other's lives with one another. Yes. The rom-com question yes. of the century. I vote yes. I vote yes. I think that someone can... Like the thoughts can cross the mind. Yeah, I thoughts think will always cross. Thoughts will always cross the mind, just like just like biologically. Um, but yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. 
I think yes, without, but minds will cross, or thoughts will cross. Thoughts will gallop across the minds. (laughs) (laughs) I would like to add that I think it's probably harder for the guy to shut those thoughts off than the girl, because I think once the girl allows herself to feel a thought like that, she's able to like shut it off. But with guys, it might be harder. Just speaking from me as my my boy perspective today, that I am. I have a question bouncing off of that. Do guys' minds, are they more one of a one-track mind rather than flirting in a bunch of different directions and getting a bunch of other people's opinions? Or do you overthink things as well? Oh, I definitely overthink things myself. What about the general male, though? Usually pretty stupid. (laughs) So um, probably a little more one-track mind. It also depends on the girl. I saw a TikTok today that was like, boys will confuse like friendship with romantic feelings because they never express their emotions so girl will be like how does that make you feel how was your day and they're like i love her okay i think i came that realization a a few months ago and i want to patent that over whoever that tiktok was i talked about it in an episode two months ago that's all i have to say copyrighted my idea is copyrighted sorry Uh i'm excuse me i'm sorry okay i have a question i've separated my questions between girls and guys Some of them I've compiled from TikTok. Some I've compiled from previous men I've dated. Thanks. Shout out to you. You know who you are. (laughs) Um, Abby went down her roster and text this morning. Does anyone have any questions for our podcast episode? This one is really good. It's on my mind a lot. And it's for JL because I actually don't know how boys think, even though I'm dressed like one. What, how do guys talk about girls when we're not in the room? Like, if you're having a sleepover with your guy friends, like your close, close best guy friends, not like a bunch of guys in your fraternity that you barely know, but like your intimate group, your inner circle. When you talk about girls, what is it like? How does that look? I think it depends on how much the guy likes the girl. Because if it's like, <laughs> oh my space. gosh, she's so hot, like, you won't believe what we did last weekend. Like, that's one talk that it kind of doesn't matter how good of your guy friends are that you're talking to like you're probably going to talk about her that way but if you really like her and like you want her to be the mom to your kids one day then Mm -hmm. I would bet that it's going to be a lot sweeter like I remember one time talking with Steven at Chipotle Steven's my one of my best friends just for background and and um yeah, I was definitely sweet and like talking about like all the qualities I appreciate and have noticed and stuff like that. Yeah, that's really nice to know. One also because like Jail's like a stand up guy. So I totally believe that you were like nice about her. But I feel like boys when they're just interested in a girl like locker room talk, they're like ass and titties. But <laughs> 100% India. If they want her to eventually birth their young, they <laughs> will probably be nicer, which is just, I mean... I love how India boils it down biologically in both respects. Yeah. Right. Um, JL, will boys ever, like, let's say a bunch of boys are having locker room talk. Will one boy rise from the ashes ever and stand up for, like, the girl they're talking about and be like, hey, that's kind of mean. Or not mean. Like, why do I have to talk about her that way? Not unless he has a some kind of connection with her. Okay. Friend. Like, bro, that's my sister. <laughs> like, bro, that's my sister. Like, bro, that's my best friend. She's actually super sweet. Like, okay. That kind of stuff, then yes. But if if I have no clue who this girl is, I sorry, I'm I'm not, not going to say anything. Yeah, like the phoenix rising from the ashes on Ben Affleck's back tat. <laughs> we'll post a picture of that too. 
today's podcast no context that's a visual that the fans really needed to be able to picture this scenario thank you india men standing up for women like the phoenix rising from the ashes on ben affleck's back tat <laughs> it's like a friend like usually like i would point out if like someone is being mean about some girl like they're being really severe but i also don't really know people like that but if you were just like kind of talking smack about someone i don't know why would i rise from the ashes yeah. yeah, I feel like though girls talking about boys, if we're being really awful, will rise from the ashes a little bit. Not extreme, just like playing devil's advocate. No, because think about it. Girls, it's just not in our vocabulary. It's not in our repertoire to sit around and be like, this guy I'm talking to, he's so fucking hot. Look at his arms. Look at his abs. Like, we don't talk like that. We're like, you guys think about the way he made me feel like he showed up with this or like he asked me this question. Like, we literally... Do not objectify men, even if we wanted to. We really just don't in our conversations. Girls just don't do that. We're just rude more about their personalities. And then even then we'll play devil's advocate for like a minute, maybe. First of all, girls will like go to battle over boys that they are showing to their friends. Like I will pick out the best photo of you and I will defend you to the death. And you probably won't even deserve it in the end. No, you won't deserve a look of it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm dying. The amount of times some girl has said, but he doesn't really have a good Instagram. Okay. So like, yeah. just be nice. Like he doesn't really post so much. He's not like, he's not really into it. So like these pictures aren't a good representation. Whereas guys would be like, look at her ass. Look at this. Like, I don't know. Or going to such lanes that you're like, let me go to his tagged photos and find this one specific photo of him because that's probably the best that we're going to get based yep. off of social media. And yeah, have you done that? Um, I have a, I have a topic in this vein that I would like everyone's opinion on. Let's talk about boys photos here's one that i've noticed why do boys jl i'd love an answer why do boys wear sports jerseys over sweatshirts in the snow i do not know (laughs) and why am i into it that has perplexed me because of abby's response like there are girls that are just think it's attractive and so it works and so you do it why over the sweatshirt it's a sense of style yeah, it's, it's like flexing it's like, your team. I don't know. Abby's really playing for the boys no, today. Listen, it's like girls layering. Think about it. We got a sweater. We got a cardigan. We got layered gold necklaces and an over jacket. For guys, their layers are a sports jersey over a sweatshirt that they maybe tried to color coordinate. And while we're I talking about this, I want to discuss boys' sense of style because it's something that is either really important to a girl and something she looks for or she like does not care at all. But it's just become so up to the forefront of my mind in my dating season right now, especially in the area I live. Like, guys just do not care about what they're wearing compared compared to, like, when I lived in Southern California with you all. It's just a night and day. It's night and day. What do you guys think? I think it's totally regional. But are you guys, do you care about that? Some guys do. Like, Steven and I do, but JP doesn't. Like, you guys aren't understanding. Yeah, let me rephrase it. So the question was, do girls, do guys care about what outfits girls wear and how they dress? Oh. Like, oh, she dresses trashy. She just not in style. I'm also asking you girls, do you care about if a guy is put together, uh, like cares about the way he dresses? I care because I think we're getting into the age bracket where we're looking for someone to one day. Yes, it's still reckless dating, but eventually um, marry us and father our children. <laughs> um, so, I, yes. I don't want... I don't want the father of my children wearing an off-white sweatshirt. Thank you and good night. Or a jersey <laughs> in the snow. <laughs> I kind of want mine wearing a jersey in the snow, but, you know, different folks. Fine. But you live in the snow. <laughs> That's true, but not for long. And also, <laughs> to use Alaskan Airlines code, but um, also, because also I think, and for me at least, 
the way you dress coincides with what type of lifestyle you want to have and what job that you like you want to have. Totally. Being in a jersey yeah. in the snow doesn't coincide with me for working in finance or being a lawyer or something or wearing a dress shirt to work. The two just don't match in my head. As someone that came from the land of like boys in barber jackets and loafers, <laughs> I it's like I guess I'd rather have that, but I almost want like barber jacket and loafers adjacent because sometimes it's too much. Like I saw this kid getting a bagel in Georgetown who looked ridiculous. Like it was just, it was like the barber jacket, the checkered shirt, the loafers, and his name was fucking Townsend and I couldn't handle it. <laughs> That's the most East Coast thing I've ever heard. And I hated it, by the way. Like couldn't handle it. Like it was too much for me. I, I was like, I need to exit the scene. Like you could have thrown on sweatpants. You could have done right. something a little bit differently. Like left. I heard him say like order for Townsend and I was like, I quit. Off that note, though, if me and if we could have a sponsor for this podcast, me and India would like it to be KJP. Look him up if you guys want a reference of what we're referring to. I need to say something, though. I think it's not that much to ask for a boy to put some type of thought or effort into yeah. what they put on. And because what you're wearing is like what you're saying to the world. And like, it's somewhat a reflection of like how you feel about yourself and how much you can care, how much care and effort you put into yourself and your life. And girls in general, most girls, we're putting a lot of effort in. even like just to go to the grocery store like sometimes we wear sweats and stuff but still we try to not look grumpy and I feel like guys get away so much with just wearing whatever the hell they want and all they have to do is shower and we're like yeah that's fine but girls were like gotta do our hair gotta do our makeup gotta get the earrings gotta pair the different outfits and it's like the lever the level of effort is just astronomical and And for girls also that even carries on to making friends just like do I want to be friends with someone who wears yeah like sweats to dinner or I have a question for JL what is your take on the 90s look because I'm so into it like I love like the boys in the windbreaker and like mm-hmm. kind of the white shoes like I'm here for it what are your thoughts it's all right like there's some parts of it that weren't so great like baggier jean pants but mm. uh, um but I have white converse they look great <laughs> with with pants um <laughs> and, and to your guys' point, I, I like, think he was getting on a fashion episode. <laughs> well, like, I, I, also, I, where do boys figure out how to dress? Like, I'm sure you're not going on Pinterest. I know, I'm sure you're not going on Pinterest and pinning stuff. And I'm sure that you're not following a ton of influencers figuring out how to dress. And you're probably not looking at your peers to dress either. So, how do boys figure out how to dress? I don't know because I'm abnormal because I dress better than most guys my age. You are a sharp dresser. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just think it's important that a guy has any kind of sense of style at all. Like it doesn't really matter to me what sense of style it is. It's just if they have one. Yeah. Like, if you're just okay with wearing basketball shorts and you're the, over the age of 17 <laughs> and you're going out in public and you're wearing basketball shorts and long <laughs> biking socks, like <laughs> something is awry. And you're never going to do that if you are going to do that. Like, for real. I totally agree. Bouncing back a sec to India's social media thing, because this goes into appearances. JL, social media, do boys put any thought into what they're posting and what they look like? Yeah. Unless unless you're totally one of those people that has, like, literally only have it because you made it in high school and haven't touched it since. Anybody in college thinks a little bit, because that is what girls, like, look at and what you're – potential future girlfriend is going to be showing to her friends i just can't picture a group of guy friends being like all right bro line up this is going to be great for the gram and they're like so arms crossed or like hands down by my junk those are the two oh no it happens way more than you think like 
Especially hanging out in the dorm rooms before going out. Also, do you guys ever post? We hit on this with India's last dating episode, which was a fan favorite. Do you guys ever post on their story hoping that some girl is going to respond to it? And what's the thought behind all that? I don't know if it's hoping a, some random girl is going to respond well, to it. Well, no, you know, a girl, like, a specific girl in your mind, you're hoping she's going to see it and respond. It's a targeted ad. It's a targeted ad. Stories, when guys post stories, they're either for their guy friends. Oh, interesting. We forget huh. that males also have friends that they're not only thinking about us. Yeah, <laughs> like like if I if I'm at the golf course and I post a post a story at the golf course, like I don't really care if the girls what the girls think. Like it's for the boys. Okay. Back in my more um, my more desperate times, um, <laughs> I used to like when I like post my memes, I would literally be like, I hope like whoever sees it, like what the fuck. <laughs> You're like, I hope they think I'm funny. <laughs> help help her someone needs to go back and help her and did it work india would he would he ever respond to her that girl that we used to know that girl i used to know um yeah i actually used to be a pretty good as as said on the previous episode a couple months ago um i actually used to be a really good baiter like a good jay gatsby of um on stories there was i got there was one guy i used to totally gatsby greenlight i mean he fell for it every time it was almost it was it almost not exciting. Sickening. I think that in these times, and this is something we could pivot to, in these like darker pandemic times, oh, yeah. forget last year. Like these are like dark, lonely pandemic times. Like when someone Long when winter. someone like is the dark, <laughs> the dark night. night is like he already rose, like he's just here. And when someone asks <laughs> us better drink out. <laughs> COVID, COVID is the COVID. night king. Like, when someone brings someone new into the picture, like, it is straight up an offering. Like, this is an opportunity for new friends because yes. I love my friends. New but, blood. like, it's same blood. We have nothing Fresh to bodies. say. My friends and I actually start doing this thing where we try not to talk to each other for, like, two days. Just so something new can happen. No, I told you that, India. And you said try seeing your friends on the weekend only. And I did for a while um, and I fixed so it. So, my friends... My friend a couple months ago, I had I had paused my hinge. I think it deleted my hinge. And my friend a couple months ago, like two, she re-downloaded it and like got back on hinge. And she like met this guy with this really fun friend group. So it was like a new thing for us. Like it was a group decision almost, um, group offering. So that, offering, that yielded yeah. a bunch of fun weekends. Um, and so I did the same thing. We'll let you know how that goes. Um, I actually recently deleted it, but uh, I, I, I have a, I think I have a hinge day coming up. Oh, wait, should I tell my 10 stories? Oh my gosh, exciting. Okay, yes. so guys, like six yeah. weeks ago, um, <laughs> if I post this on my Instagram, I'm definitely going to like block him for it. Uh, a couple um, weeks ago, like mid-January, what 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 month is it? Sorry. It's March 1st. <laughs> end of, yeah. It's the end of February. Uh, I think it was like two weeks ago, India. I think it was like a okay, month okay. ago. Okay, okay, well, it was a month ago I re-downloaded I took like a hiatus yeah. um, because like what were they doing? And I, I can't tell, I don't think I'm looking for anything. I definitely just wanted some attention just because I haven't seen like any new people in a, in a while. <laughs> but there's this one guy, he was like funny, whatever. Like, and I was like, oh, you know what? I'm going to like go on a hinge. Like, why the fuck not? Why not? Excuse me. Is profanity allowed on this podcast? Like maybe, maybe bleep. Yeah, um, profanity is allowed. Yeah. This episode, we'll put a disclaimer at the beginning. It's going to be a little more PG-13. Ooh, yeah. No. Oh, we can get PG-13. Yeah. Oh, this is going to get PG-13. All right. <laughs> God, we're such losers this year. I want to put the title of this episode. This is going to get PG thirteen, all right. And what had happened was we 
we went on like two, like two good dates, right? Like checked all the boxes, funny, smart, seems sweet. Like seemed like he had like a good group of friends. I didn't meet them, but Instagram told me so. (laughs) Checked all my personal boxes. Itching for new faces. um, Just like at the end of it all, I was, we had like so much fun, like on these dates, but I was like, I don't like feel a spark. Like I don't necessarily want to kiss him or think about texting him or like want him to text me. Like there was no yearning and <laughs> no, but he was so cute. He was perfect. Whatever. That's happened to me too. Yeah. And, but then where I, what was interesting was then, then he asked me on like a third date and this one was, do you want to come over and watch a movie? And that's, Oh, and no. that is where it got complicated because <laughs> I have because you're like I really need to come over and watch a movie, but I just don't want to do no, it. No, yes, you. and when someone says like come over and watch a movie, it is like I have seen, written, directed, executive produced this movie before, <laughs> and like somebody's pants are going to come off, and I like am not ready for that type of commitment. Like I just simply like. You starred in these films. They've uh, won like, awards. You've been my man there. didn't even try to conceal his third date intentions. Didn't even try to conceal. And I was like, and that is the end of that. And scene. scene. End scene. Not because that's a bad thing to do. <laughs> you know? I just like, I just like, was, I don't think I'm ready to watch a movie again. And <laughs> Right. <laughs> no, I, I wasn't I sure what you. rating the movie would be, and I wasn't really even ready to figure that out with that person. <laughs> yeah, you didn't even want to know the rating. And I feel like <laughs> there is always like an intangible chemistry spark, or there's not. Like there's not something that you can create. You can't pull it out of nothing, no matter how much you will it to happen. So that's good that you were able to recognize that and cut it off before things got messy. And also that you didn't get to that movie premiere and decide and you in the don't moment wanna, you like, want to watch. You don't want to give into the pressure of watching a movie you don't want to watch. Um, I'm not scared of that pressure, but I definitely think younger people might be. You know, like yeah. totally. <laughs> India is now speaking to the youth of America. If you're listening, weaker weaker minds, weaker minds might be like. You don't have to watch the movie, right? Like you don't even have to enter you the cinema. Have to enter the cinema, but I wasn't even ready to like even watch like like Veggie Tales with this guy. But he was like really great. Great. Someone else will probably want yeah. to watch like movies with him. Yeah. I just like <laughs> something that I want to bring up that India was talking about with me the other day, just super briefly. I was in this time pandemic time, India, leaving a date and um, putting your mask on, and then never. Oh, yeah, you just, can take it. Leaves it from like no room for smooching, even if you, you know what I mean. Like you leave the restaurant with, like you pull your mask back down. <laughs> we don't have a problem with that in Idaho. <laughs> this lawless land, not a mask in sight. <laughs> Yeah, that was weird. I was like getting in the Uber and I was like, like, bull, you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You metropolitan people have it hard. Real, real hard. Metropolitan, cosmopolitan yuppies. <laughs> yeah, yuppies. <laughs> you city folk. Yuppies. JL, do you have any input um, before our next subject about uh, watching someone or asking someone to come watch a movie with you? I have a uh, be a little more subtle than that, I think. Or yeah, let her, it, like, it, too. Two dates and then boom, like I mean, no judgment. It you know what's worse? <laughs> you know what's worse is the first date. If a guy's like, "What do you want to do? Do you want to like come over and watch?" Like, I'm like, "Excuse me, I've never met you before, and you want me to come into your home on your intimate couch, like meet your roommates or something? Like, we've known each other. Like, 
that's the strangest thing I've ever heard. And you know what? It happens a lot. No it one compares you for that. Oh, because it's from another podcast, but I was listening to it. And long story short, this girl was talking about how someone invited her over to watch a movie on a first date. She gets there. <laughs> And he's like, sit down on the couch to watch this movie. And it was something along the lines of like War Horse or something. And it was with her, his two parents. <laughs> and then she had to listen to the mom say, come here, come out, we make popcorn to the sun. And they talked about her in the kitchen and she could hear. And she just stared at the dad She looked while they sat on the couch together watching a little bit of War Horse. War Horse of all things. Say it with a British accent. <laughs> War Horse. India, didn't a boy suggest War Horse to you once? Is that where I got that from? Or was it Lincoln yeah. or something stupid? <laughs> yeah <laughs> so weird we watched we watched the fighter the yeah. fighter cinderella man <laughs> oh. that, maybe that would have been next if things had gone differently okay so india the man that you didn't want to watch movies with there obviously was no like fun spark but i want to talk about things that boys do or girls do jail that give you butterflies like can we talk about it a little bit like wait can we go both ways things that make you cringe and butterflies i want both ends of the spectrum I have one for cringe. Okay, bring it. Him taking a Snapchat and then taking it a second time because he didn't think I that he was good enough to send to a girl. <laughs> like trying harder the second trying no, but we're girls, but trying harder like the second time around. I don't actually that's being so hard on that. Boys really just have to like raw dog their appearance. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing boys can do. Like we like I could be like I could make different faces, different angles. I could like put on more makeup or like something if I was really trying to like you know? Yeah. Raw yeah. dog. <laughs> PG-13, I tell you. <laughs> Kick it up into third gear. <laughs> Gotta be quicker than that. The boy can drive a stick shift. Hot as hell. Butterflies. Don't know why. I can't. Driving stick is so fun, mm. honestly. Like, um, one of those things, like, if, if she's sitting on a couch and she, like, passes, us, she wants you to come sit next to her. Oh, my God. Like, come over here. Oh. Especially, like, near, like, at the beginning of things. Mm-hmm. Like a small yeah. dog. That's tender. Cringe, on the other yeah. hand, if she's like rude to uh, a waiter. Hondo P. Totally. I remember Troy talked about that, but. Um, no, that's true, though. Yeah. No, it's like so scum of the freaking earth if people are rude to like people that like work at restaurants or like check out. No what, like, what do they ever do yeah. to you? They're just trying to leave. They're just trying to leave. <laughs> I, I have another one. When you're like getting to know someone and the boy like pulls you over to him and like hugs you from behind and then you're just kind of standing there. Like in a public wedding, I you know what? It's been like a long um, coronavirus. Like I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't remember that feeling. Someone with a plan that's not making you fish around and try to figure out what the heck the plan is for the. Oh the night. yes, I cannot stand boys who don't know how to make a plan. I have another one. When boys like um, are talking to you and they like kind of brush the hair out of your face a little bit. Oh, I have one. Um, I think when boys when they, when they check on you to see if you like like oh did, like did you get home okay or like how was work today I think like checking on mm. you to see like oh okay guys on this hinge date from the other week I got severe food poisoning which like I thought was maybe a sign oh I gosh. left that part out I had food poisoning for 12 hours afterwards like literally throwing up nonstop. oh my um, god yeah it was such an issue um but it like was something it was like a funny story almost and um he checked, like, on how I was doing, like, two days after. He was like, hey, like, how are you feeling today? And it was just, it was really sweet. Too bad you guys weren't mm-hmm. going to get married. That's a sweet, tender thing to look back on. Funny and then I went up, like, hey, kids, how did, like, mom, how did you meet dad? It's like, oh, we went on a hinge date because um, your mom wanted, like, to meet a new person. Yeah, because <laughs> your mom wanted attention <laughs> and a new story to, 
to just spice up life. And then she got food poisoning and then went on a podcast to talk about how you guys didn't have a spark, even though he was great. <laughs> this poor guy. I feel so bad for him. Yeah, what's something that makes you cringe? Honestly, if like for dating wise, if she wears way too revealing a clothing oh. and you're not going to the beach. You're not going to the beach. <laughs> There's no beach for miles. Dry so land only. So where's the water? You're not here for tease out for the bees. Not if we're dating. I don't love that, but I support. Yeah, we all have our opinions. Have you seen on TikTok if you have to chase a ping pong ball during a game? Across the oh, like yeah. a schmuck. <laughs> or his hat like flew off in the wind and he has to go get it. Yeah, yeah. We gotta get it. Or him him standing waiting for the shower to warm up. <laughs> I thought of another cringe Gym one. Gym For me personally. Go. No, like any selfies in general, like if you are a man and you posted like mirror selfies on like your Instagram or something, like I'm sorry, gross. But second of all, what I was gonna say was if a boy spits, <gasps> like projectile mm. spits every now and then, disgusting. Trash. Also, if they vape, oh, disgusting oh, oh to me. Or if they like chew or any of that, like I. Ew, ew. <laughs> that's just like the biggest turnoff in the whole world um, i think we get a tobacco company to sponsor us <laughs> um i think that spitting is so primitive like what is wrong with it's you disgusting. <laughs> and why do so many boys do yeah. it like, please because of baseball do, you, do they play like are you an mlb player are you one like, i played no. i don't think so you should not be spitting onto the grass as we like walk down a promenade. Like, please. A promenade. Oh, God. <laughs> or out the car window. Like, no. On the prom- promenade and spitting don't go together, those two words. <laughs> Imagine your, um, he opens up a oh, book yeah. and sniffs it. Oh, my God. Abby did it a, a book sniffer. <laughs> I personally like the scent of like a fresh, overly priced book from like the Hudson News outlet. Yeah, no bookshop sniffing for me. Like, I want like. I want like a fresh, a fresh overpriced book, probably written by a celebrity. We don't know. Okay. I want to switch gears a little bit. This was a fan question, but we were discussing how, let's say you're dating someone and it's not totally exclusive, but you are, have gone on a lot of dates with them and stuff. Do you break up or let it fade away or do you ghost them? And what, are the, what direction to take in each? God. And just ghosting in general. I have such an, a guttural reaction to that Same. question. Like when you need to break up with someone, when is it still socially acceptable to start ghosting? If you ever are in a like a con- like a relationship that has consecutive dates, not just like one singular first date, but like if you have what's consecutive five, yeah, sure four to five. If you've gotten to know someone, I don't think it's ever acceptable to just ghost them. Like they are not even a human being. Like I think everyone should be mature enough to have a conversation, no matter if it's awkward or not, even if it's over text. Like seriously, people need to grow the hell up and be able to have a conversation and say. I'm sorry, it's not working out. Wish you the best, anything. And then you can like stop communication. But just the stopping communication out of nowhere is so like seventh yeah. grade and so cowardly. Cowardly. But I've heard of other people that think it's more cringier to have the conversation rather than just ghosting. Well, then those people have exactly zero emotional maturity. Amen, sister. <laughs> the, it's yeah, true. those people are, <laughs> are equating cringe with uncomfortable. And it's more uncomfortable to have yeah. a conversation totally. maybe yeah. the first time you've done it. But Welcome it's to life. There's going to be uncomfortable conversations all the time. Things end so much better if you have a conversation. I definitely won't go into my ghosting yeah. rant as a victim of ghosting myself. I think it is the most. It's not even a dick move. It's like it's a cowardly move. I think 
It's so inhumane, especially after certain levels. We might as well be put down after it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. There, I, I just get my blood boiling. And like, I just like refer to those people as Caspers, but like, they're not even friendly. Like, you know, Casper the ghost. Oh. Like, fuck Casper. Casper the unfriendly ghost. Casper, like, no way. Jasper. What about Jasper? I know a Jasper. He's a lovely dude. Jasper. <laughs> yeah, I just, the ghosting, like, needs to be put away. Like, unless you're in high school, grow up, please. Have a conversation with someone if it's not working out, and then go your separate ways and be cordial about it. And if you can't, then, like, what a waste he- of time. What about after just two dates? Maybe it's just never dates. appropriate. Still, you should still be able to be like, um, I yeah. think with I think with the ghosting, you know what it is? The thing that gets me, it's not it's not the loss of the person because you obviously don't want to be with someone that ghosts you or that thinks that's appropriate or even like even if they're like just being a coward, like it's not nice at all. And did my voice just cry? I'm gonna cry. No. I'm just getting so chucked up. No, that like I get on my soapbox about ghosting. I think it's just like so wimpy, but it's not the loss of this has happened to me once. It's just like, I'll never forget it as long as I live. It's not the loss of the person. It's like, it's the feeling of making me look like a schmuck. Like even for a second, it's the feeling yeah. of yeah. unworthiness that you are not even worthy of oh. a five second text or a call or any type of conversation to end whatever was going on. Like you are just treated like last week's Chinese food dropped in the trash and never thought about again. The disposable nature, like, yes, like, that feels, like, awful, 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 like, but not even in, like, the self-worth part, because, like, I know my self-worth, like, I don't feel worthless because that happened to me, but it's, like, um, wait, I'm losing my train of thought, hold on, no, it's the, it's the, for even a second, you made me, like, wonder what was happening, like, oh, no, don't you dare, Mm -hmm. like, the fact that someone can, like, make you feel like an idiot for, like, even a second, no thanks. I'm so upset about it. Oh, guys, good question. Should you confront your ghost? I think it depends. I think it depends too. Okay, explain. I think on how many dates you've been mm-hmm. on, how often yeah. you guys talk. Like if you're just in the talking phase and then like all of a sudden like no response the next morning and then no response three days later, like what'd you do? Waste two days of texting? But like talking like you haven't met? Yeah, I think if it's been, if it's been intimate in any way, or if you've opened yourself up in any way and been vulnerable with this person and you've been on consecutive dates or whatever, then maybe it would be good to confront. But I don't know. It depends on what you want yeah. the outcome to be. Like, what do you want to come out of that confrontation? Um, Dignity. Maybe if you watched a movie with them. They probably will. If they're cowardly enough to go with you, they're probably too cowardly to even answer back to your confrontation. I think with confronting your Casper or just or just with any, like, tip you have with anyone even if it's in the past and it won't change it I think that to a certain extent defending yourself or not defending yourself um it gives you like if they're gonna take away like the ending for you you're kind of giving that ending to yourself and I think it's important to stick up for yourself because Mm -hmm. if you don't stick up for yourself like who's going to like sending some long-winded essay is not going to get you a result like it's not to fix it but at least it like gives you even if they goes to you like you still have like this is so depressing you take the power back a little bit you're taking and you have the last say you do i think it's important because i think i actually did this once like i was i was caspered but like unfriendly and i was i was upset about it because again like don't make me don't make me wonder even for a minute like what like i was yeah so i think i confronted the casper and i think it was just important to be like 
this wasn't okay, by the way. Like, I see you. I see what you did. Mm-hmm. This this wasn't appropriate. Just say no for the next girl. Like, maybe don't do Yeah, like, like, maybe that. don't do this. This makes me feel it's Right? Because it's like, you're human. Like, you might lose interest. But, like, don't Casper. Just, like, and I think I think it's okay to stick up for yourself if you're not, like, being pathetic about it. Because, like, don't, like, let them make you feel pathetic by, like, you were the, like, reject. Like, just be like, hey, I, I remember be- saying something along the lines of, like, this wasn't okay, by the way. Later, Gator. Mm-hmm. Did you did you send a meme? Yeah, I did. Sorry <laughs> really? for another time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> take a sip of beer. <laughs> a meme really can say more than a thousand words can say sometimes. Yeah. I'm Actually, not even a meme one. is worth a thousand words. It's like the girl from Incredibles 2 who's leaning back on the chair with the cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for my rant, you guys. Yeah. No, I think that was really important. And I say that all the time. If you're not going to stand up for yourself, why would you ever expect someone else to? So that's really absolutely. Or even with friendships. Like, what if you said something that hurt my feelings and it was like a week ago, but I didn't really process it? Like, I, th- I still think it's important to be like, hey, like, Abby, like, you hurt my feelings a week ago, even though it doesn't change uh, what happens. It's just like, hey, like, this wasn't okay with me, by the way. And it's healthy. And yeah. he was like, I'm actually bringing up Abby. You hurt my feelings a week ago. Like, let me so, list the things that Abby has done to wrong me. So last. Flips the notepad. Wait, okay. it's like Ryan from The Office. I'm like. <laughs> yeah, so okay. For the listeners, I'm writing on a pad. I have a question. Or unless Abby, do you have one too? I have a question from a fan, but we, we're, we have lots of questions. Mine is quick um, in some ways, but let's say she's on talking stage with someone. Are we getting too old to play the game of I don't want to text first like every day too many times in a row? He needs to mm. initiate first sometimes. Like, is that still a line we're walking? Walk the line, Johnny and June, like texting first and double texting without feeling pathetic. All of those games getting left on red on Snapchat, which is an awful thing to use. We've already digressed, oh, but get me started on Snapchat. But like the whole like open unread, all right. of that nonsense. Oh god. I think personally it's too mentally exhausting to worry about like double texting or like waiting a certain amount of time between texts to appear busy. Like I just don't have time for that in my life. Like I'm doing a lot of other things with my life besides talking to this person. Yeah. So I personally don't think that way. But it is important to note, like, if the person is so overly bombarding you with messages and, like, wanting every second of your attention, like, that's a red flag. But it's also a red flag if they literally never text you first. Yeah. And they aren't showing enough interest. But all of that in-between stuff, all that game playing, I cannot stand for it. Like, a lot of people do, and I think it's fun. But, like, too exhausting for me to think about. Like, if I text you three times in a row, sorry. Like, maybe I just didn't get my thought all in one text at one time. Like, thoughts happen all the time. Single college me, like, loved a game. Like, it was so much fun. And, like, adult me, like, even though it's, like, corona and there's, like, like less going on, like, no thanks. I don't have any time for that. No. JL, should women be reading to men's texts whatsoever? Sometimes. <laughs> because we unfortunately know that, like India said, like, sometimes they like a game. And so we try to give you a game mm. on a show or saw i don't know play a game <laughs> yeah, yeah want to play a game but at the same time like my like the best relationships i have with people either of us will leave it on red and it, like because the conversation was over and we'll send 5 10 15 texts in a row if there's a story being told or somebody hasn't replied and be fast enough and i have new things i need to tell you like i really do think it's a balance like we're not in 11th grade I don't need to be texting mm-hmm. throughout the day 24 7 in communication 
But if we are making plans, if we have plans coming up, I don't care how quickly I respond. Like when I'm talking to you, I'm talking to you. Like you have my attention. Like I'm not going to wait two hours to respond to your text just because I feel like it. Like I just think that's the stupidest yeah. thing I've ever I'm just going to wait two hours because I do that with everyone. But I feel like it's better batch communication. Like you can't just be talking yeah. all the time or else nobody has mm-hmm. anything to say. And I think that links back to what India told Ashley to do, apparently, of uh, only seeing friends on the weekend. <laughs> yeah. It's like that same kind, of, same kind of thing. Like if you talk every second or every every hour of every day, what are you going to do when you actually see the person? Like This actually leads perfectly into one of my fan questions that I've brought. Wait, did India have a closing thought real quick? I did. I was going to say, speaking of, I'm going to have a, I'm going to put my, um, my FaceTime off for a second to reply to this, um, this kid I'm talking to. And I <laughs> yeah. waited, you know what? I did wait a few hours, but like, bone, wasn't yeah. it wasn't yeah, on purpose. It wasn't on purpose. on a bone. Don't <laughs> ask to see the movie, champ. You know what it is about the seeing the movie that's so unsettling? It's just like the fact that it's like, you barely know the person usually when it's happening. And it's like, you truly don't want to get to know anything about me besides what my body looks like without clothes on. And that's what's most unsettling to me. I'm hurt. Mm-hmm. Abby, I'm do you remember we have a little story time while we wait for India to reply to this man? But um, Abby, do you remember when we were in, uh, in Nashville for spring break and we were trying to find some men to go just like hang out with at bars, like just for fun, listen to some music. And you were chatting up some kid on Bumble and you didn't look like the type. And he was like, do you have any pictures and or whatever? Or send me some pictures. And Abby was like, some pictures of my trip to Nashville. <laughs> And then she was like, that's not what he meant. And then she told him off. She laid into him. Real nice, India. Real nice. Not of sending like any type of promiscuous photo to this man I had never met in person did not even cross my yeah. mind one And it's not that we're innocent. It's the other end of the spectrum oh, where we're such grownups. Like, he was like a 27-year-old oh, yeah. man. And I'm like, you think that's okay to and also and also we got down we were like imagine some 20 year old girl is talking to him and she sends pictures yeah. like that's absurd to me and i literally laid into this guy but at first i genuinely was like oh you want pictures of my trip like that's kind of nice like, yeah sure i'll show you, show you what we've been up to no the chutzpah of this man like you he did not look like the type to ask anything no else. That's he did why not I was so no. confused. You know what? That is like a caliber of man. Like I don't need any part of. I kind of feel like it's fun if you're dating someone to like send pics because it's like it's not okay, not ironic, but it's like what like you're dating. It's like kind of fun. It's like funny. No, Mm -hmm. I I agree. Like if you're dating someone and you're sick joke, um, sure, go for it. Surprise, bitch. If you barely know this person, like what kind of low self esteem do you have to have to think like that's what you're worth? Is like pictures of your body. Sorry, I actually don't know like if I've done that. But, like, I imagine if you're dating someone, it's like, <laughs> put myself in those shoes. I'm sure, like, you know, committed nights relationship, like, it's not going to go anywhere unless you break up. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. What was the, our fan question. The segue into the fan question. We were talking about constant communication, et cetera. But when you're first starting to get to know someone and it's all exciting and new and there's so much to learn still and one person... It takes two to tango, right? Like both parties have to be equally really interested in each other. But if one of the parties is just super, super excited and like wants to hang out with you all the time and really wants to try to make plans, do you guys view that as being pushy or looking kind of desperate? Or are you like, that's a compliment to me. Like he really liked me. And do you view that as, oh, that's really nice. Like which, which way do you take it? I think it depends on how much you like the person. It depends on if they seem like they have their own social life and then that's the compliment that they want or they're busy on their own life and then it's a compliment they want to spend so much time with you. But it seems desperate if they don't seem like they have much of anything else going on. 
Like they're just mm. glomming onto yeah. you like they might have done I, the last girl. Yeah. yeah. And especially if you don't even really know me that well. I second everything Ashley just said. But it would be like a big compliment if someone were that persistent and they're a really busy person and they're making that much time for you. Yeah. I think. I'm sure it just all depends on I'm, yeah, I'm pensive about it. Um I don't know. I feel like if you're really into them, that will be like I don't know. I just feel like energies like tend to be matched. And if they're not matched, it doesn't work out. Like I just think if you're really excited by them, then then you'll really like that. But yeah. if you're like not excited, then it like you won't. I don't know. Is that was that obvious? And then know. also if they just don't read the room right, I don't know. They think something's more than it is. Read the room. Um, yeah, it's all about reading the room, but like I'm sure it wouldn't bother me if I was super into someone and he was super excited about yeah. hanging out with me. Like I'm sure that would be great. But if I like wasn't into them and they were really excited, I would be like, that's nice, but like I'm not there. So Yeah. No, I think that's nice. I think it's important. Like a lot of guys and girls, I think, wait too often for the other person to make initial contact or to make plans and make any type of effort to do anything when because they don't want to come off looking desperate. And if we all just sit back and nobody wants to come (laughs) off looking desperate, then nobody's making any plans and Uh nobody's getting anywhere in any relationships. So it is to an extent important for someone to be able to express like I really enjoy seeing you and I'd like to see you again but if it's like there's a way to do it that's not pushy I think it's like all in the delivery and it also depends mm-hmm. 100% on the person because we've talked about this before there's one boy that could do some action and it's cringy but if a different boy does the same exact action we'd be all over him yeah. it's just like depends on the person also yeah sure. even with bad things too like with like toxic people like if they, like what's like what's like something mean like them making fun of a hobby that you like really actually enjoy, and them or this, them like making fun of you in front of people, like causing a scene a little bit. Oh my god, yeah. Okay, wait, ready? So, um, I had this like lightly toxic boyfriend for like a time in college. You know the one, and I think it's, re- it's really maybe the hell of an interview. We know nothing about him actually after you guys dating. <laughs> I, and I think that was part of the problem. Um, I, I didn't want to tell anyone about it. I don't know why. I was like, there was too much going on. I like kind of forgot to um, break up with him for a time. But um, I remember like thinking like, oh, like we have some, <laughs> we have such a mature relationship. Like we don't really talk, <laughs> like text, and and really it was like just like douchey like on both of our ends you know so it's like with someone like toxic but you don't see it yeah like you might be like yeah like totally like make an excuse and zoom out look in the past you're like what that was so wrong also was this the same one that you guys only communicated on snapchat and you were like this must be his preferred mode of communication yeah and um i've fallen for that a different time why is that like always the the toxic boy's preferred mode of communication. But totally. But then see, like when I was into them, I'm like, I like made an excuse. Like I didn't, I just thought they were weird. I was like, huh, like I don't use Snapchat. Like maybe like that's like their thing. The cool kids. Um, but like, why did I make that excuse for them? It's fucking weird. Freak. You're a freak. Yeah. No, we make a lot of excuses for, for a lot of things. If you like yeah. someone and you're trying to will something to happen. Right. Oh, but JL, do you remember what a nut that man was? Yes. You, you know what? Keep it. Let's 
keep the part about the nut. Yeah. That's funny. I didn't realize till years later that this was the man that everyone else just let India run around town with. This is a story for the kids, but I remember I met India on Halloween, like 2018 or something. I don't know. And she was dressed as a Playboy bunny and she brought this nut over to my house. <laughs> and when they walked in, I was like, who is she? She's really cute. And I was like, oh my God, she's dating this man. I didn't see you for a few months after, so I Wait, didn't do anything. story behind like, <laughs> I'm so mad. You can like keep this in the podcast. I don't even care. I'm so angry because I, I just have like waited. <laughs> I have waited my like adults, old person life to like, you know, not like live with my parents literally for the sole purpose of like being a respectable playboy bunny for Halloween. It's just all I want with or without someone. I really wanted to like, I just always wanted that to be my Halloween costume. I was so excited for it. And it's a valid dream. Like we all have, we all have goals. And then that night, you know, I'm finally, I'm like dating this guy and I'm like, oh my God, like, do you want to be like Hugh Hefner? That'd be so fun. And he was like, sure. Like, I think he was like also like annoying about it. And we only took one photo like together. Like I never took any of myself and you know what? Like I looked good and I had to delete <laughs> that photo from Instagram. Like I we'll put that on the story too. I didn't him. want him. I didn't want him on the feed and like, I'm not going to like put it back up and like block his face. I'm just like yeah. so upset about it. And then behind that photo, like. I thought we looked great. He like made me cry that night. He was being like, oh such yeah, a jerk to everyone. And Gross. I, he made me cry, but I still posted the photo. Cause like I had to like get something out of that. Evening. I saw you crying outside of uh, that house up the street. <laughs> that was a sad bunny. <laughs> yeah. And then we, we moved out of our house and he gave me the bunny ears. And now they're sitting in a box under my bed. So yeah. if you want them back for next Halloween. <laughs> Left that scarf at your sister's house. We can make my dream happen again, India. We were talking about um, someone, the level of match and excitement. Yeah, I think that opinion just just is really like how you feel about them. I don't know if there's a blanket rule. I agree. We'll make excuses uh-huh. for people we, uh, we love. We accept the love we think we deserve is really, I think, mm-hmm. what it all boils down to. Hashtag perks being a wallflower. No. I love Paul Rudd, <laughs> and I love that quote, and I love that movie. And I love Okay, next question. I love Paul Rudd. Well, we made it to the end of the first half of this episode. We just can't shut up. Um, We recorded this conversation. It took a long time. So we decided to break it up into two episodes for you. So go ahead and check out the second half of our episode, which will be up today as well. 